Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the daily podcast where we read Patrick Rothfuss's The Wise Man's Fear, page by page. This is page 609. His eyes moved to the ridgeline, then back to me. I'd take two to one. We've got surprise. We're right up close. He paused and coughed into his sleeve. He spat. But there's twenty of them down there. I can feel it in my balls. Can you convince Dayton? He nodded. He'll believe me. He's not half the ass he seems most of the time. Good. I considered briefly. Things had been happening more quickly than I can tell them aloud. So, despite everything that had happened, Dayton and Hespi were still five or six minutes behind us. Go turn the two of them around, I told Martin. Then come back for Tempe and me. He looked uncertain. You sure you don't want to come now? We don't know when their guard might change. I'll have Tempe with me. Besides, it should only take you a couple of minutes. I want to see if I can get a better count of how many there are. Martin hurried off, and Tempe and I edged our way back up to the top of the ridge. After a moment, he edged closer until the left side of his body was pressed up against my right. I noticed something I'd missed earlier. There were wooden poles the size of tall fence posts scattered throughout the camp. Posts? I asked Tempe, driving my finger into the ground to illustrate what I mean. He nodded to show he understood, then shrugged. I guessed they might be tethers for horses, or drying poles for sodden clothes. I pushed it from my mind in favor of more pressing matters. What do you think we should do? Tempe was silent for a long moment. Kill some. Leave. Wait. Others come. We... He gave the characteristic pause that meant he was lacking the word he wanted to use. Jump behind trees? Surprise. He nodded. We surprise. Wait. Hunt rest. Tell Mare. I nodded. Not the quick resolution we had hoped for, but the only sane option against this number of men. I guessed with surprise on our side, Martin could mark as many as three or four with his bow before we were forced to flee. Odds were he wouldn't kill all of them, but any man arrow shot would be less of a threat to us in the days to come. Any other way? A long pause. No way that is of the Lathani, he said. Having seen enough, I carefully slid down several feet until I was out of sight. I shivered as the rain continued to pelt down. It felt colder than it had, uh... End of the page. I'm Jeremy. I'm Jordana. I'm Nick. Feral chill and dark of eye. Ooh. I also have a thought. But it doesn't regard that. Think it. Okay, so the posts. Do we find out what those are for? We do. We find out about it in a couple pages. Oh, okay. Well, don't tell me, because I have a theory. It's probably wrong, but just in case it's not. Maybe. Well, what's your theory? Well, they're tall, so maybe they're for attracting lightning. So that it doesn't hit people. Or tents and burn them. Now, that's a that's a mighty fine theory there. <laughs> but uh, I, I believe that a lightning rod, if it's to be effective, has to be made of metal. What attracts electricity? A plain old wooden post ain't gonna do much. Lightning would still theoretically hit the tallest thing around before it would hit a not tall thing, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, one more thing. There's a giant oak tree in the middle of the clearing. Oh, yeah, right. 
Now, I'm just a simple country uh, a meteorologist, but uh, I, I simply don't think that some wooden posts about as tall as a, as a man-high fence is going to get the job done. Yeah, well, I don't think two wooden posts of podcast hosts are are terribly good f- friends. So there. <laughs> wow. Oh. Roasted. Roasted. <laughs> Jeez. Oh. Nick, Ooh. I think we need to get some aloe vera for those burns. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I'm going to recover. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> Yeah, aside from aside from the the post analysis and aside from this call out here that uh there that there is a bit of coldness which is of course the sign of cinder. Uh I can't find a ton to analyze on this page. Um I guess what I could talk about is the the impossibility of or you know the apparent impossibility because ultimately they do do this of slaughtering everybody in one fell swoop and going home. Uh it looks like this is going to turn into a long drawn out hunt. And it sounds like Quoth and everyone involved right now is like, yeah, we can just hunt these guys over the course of several days uh, where uh, and they're not really thinking about the potential for like being hunted right back. You know, I, I feel like they're awfully optimistic going into this that like, yeah, we can feather a few of them with arrows and then run away and then like stalk them through the woods and pick them off, which sounds like awful and and lengthy and like frightening. And what if they are better hunters and trackers than they are? You know, they've already underestimated them a whole lot. I don't know. I just think, I guess, I guess this is the best they have under the circumstances, the best plan they have, but it's still like, feels like a half-baked. I mean, I I think that they just can't let themselves think about that too much. Like what, what if it goes wrong is not the, the best way to go into making a plan. Like I agree that like, it, it's not without its risks, but what they're talking about doing is guerrilla tactics, right? They're going to ambush the guys they find at the camp and kill as many as they can and then, you know, retreat before the the bandits can mount a counterattack. And then they're planning to come back and do it again and hopefully pick off enough of them that the rest flee into the woods and then they can kind of hunt them down. Um, which, if you have the element of surprise, you know frightening your enemy uh from surprise and kill you know with a kind of like shock and awe attack doesn't seem like the worst strategy what i kind of find interesting is that tempe is on board with this plan and there are other plans that he says would work but are not of the lathani so he wouldn't consider them or bring them up to quoth but this the fact that this plan is consistent with the requirements of the Lathani is interesting to me because this is like the, to me, this is like the, the scaled up version of, you know, sticking someone with a knife when they're not looking attacking from ambush. Uh, when the enemy is unprepared does not strike me as particularly honorable, which, uh, just tells us that the, that the Lathani's conception of, what is right action and what is not is more flexible than we might think. Yeah. It's certainly not like chivalric honor. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's kind of its own thing. It feels in this case, less of like a moral compass than it has in previous pages. Well, yeah. Cause, cause under what circumstances is attacking somebody from ambush the right thing? Right now, I I think that there 
are cases to be made for that, but they wouldn't align with like, as you say, a knightly code of honor. See, like I, I do think that in some sense, the Lathani is an honor code. I just think that the, the Adam's understanding of what is honorable or what is right is not the same as people in the Commonwealth. And so what the Lathani dictates as being right action might not strike you or I as being right action. Yes. Huzzah. I'll drink to that. And we'll all drink to that on tomorrow's page. Of... The wind! <laughs> <laughs>